listening to the Living BDSM Podcast, episode 269. <laughs> 69. Right? I know. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing when I saw the number. Because we're mature adults. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Lord's here with the one, the only, the most amazing partner I can ever have. And I have a feeling this episode will explain that. John Brown <laughs> <laughs> The things you the do The things for me. I go through. <laughs> Today, we're sharing the different acts of service we perform for each other, Mm -hmm. regardless of our roles. Uh, 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 uh. Why am I singing everything? I have no idea. I'm a little scared, to be honest. You should be. I can't sing. I know. Nobody wants me to. I mean, I've heard you. Maybe a masochist does, but that's a special kind of masochist. (laughs) That's not good pain. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review on Apple Podcasts, or if you're on a podcast app that does not allow for reviews, we'd love it if you would share your favorite episode with your kinky community. <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the long, big old Mamma Jamma podcast episode every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big shout out, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We appreciate the <laughs> fuck out of you. You have no idea. Uh, <laughs> if you would like access to the monthly live stream Q&A, which is this Saturday, June 12th, uh, a Discord server, a monthly podcast behind the scenes episode, uh, and other stuff that you can't get anywhere else. I like uh, stuff. I like stuff, too, especially if it's exclusive stuff. Yeah. I like stuff. <laughs> uh, you can join us on Patreon for as little as $2 per month. Uh, Patreon.com slash Lords. That's Patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. Okay, before we get into this week's topic, I do have some um, announcements. One, uh, this is not just the reminder, oh, the kinkery exists. Uh, Two things. One, we are making our international shipping better. By better, Mm -hmm. I mean the site should not automatically charge you $60 to ship something. (laughs) Um, We've started doing, we do flat rate shipping now for all of our shipping at the kinkery. Thekinkery.com, it's where... JB's Weapons of Ass Destruction and Little Bits and Bobs I Do are there. Yay, thekinkery.com. Okay, but we, um, we've we had international shipping, but it has not been great because the system is not charging good prices. And there are not that many good prices for international shipping. It's expensive, I know. But <laughs> I went in and I set flat rate shipping for several countries yesterday. It's not all the countries we're going to try and ship to, but I tried to get the big ones. Canada, the UK... Uh, Australia was actually already set because somebody here reached out to me and I could fix that real quick. New Zealand, I picked them. I was like, sure, why not? Um, And Germany. Can't remember why I picked Germany, but I'm pretty sure. Crow, is it you? Did I pick Germany for you? I can't remember. (laughs) Maybe not. It might be somebody else. Um, There are other countries that I'm going to make flat rate shipping for. So blah, blah, blah. So that if you are um, somebody who is an international uh, uh, listener, watcher, you know, uh, and you've been interested, but every time you go to check shipping, it tells you like $60 and you're like, screw that. I get it. Check again. Cause flat rate shipping. And I've tried to make it as affordable as possible. Also, if you buy small things, like you buy stickers, which come in an envelope, uh, you will get charged a reasonable amount for shipping that internationally. I did set that. So that is the thing. The other thing about the kinkery, but not just about the kinkery, you can win a hundred dollar kinkery gift card by joining the BDSM contracts giveaway. Joining, what are words? How did I forget this already? Thank you, jeez. (laughs) So bdsmcontracts.org slash win is the URL. I've tried to link it everywhere. I hope I put it in the (laughs) YouTube description (laughs) box. If not, I will. bdsmcontracts.org slash win. The giveaway is one of three hardcover uh, BDSM contracts. We have reviewed the BDSM contracts yes. before. We've done giveaways we um, for those ourselves. So there will be three winners for that. Some One of three people will get that. But there's a first prize, like grand prize, 
$100 gift card to the kinkery, thekinkery.com. So, and that giveaway runs through um, midnight on June 30th, 2021, uh, midnight UTC. Uh, time's out. So if you're interested in a hardcover BDSM contract and potentially kinkery gift card for a hundred damn dollars, bdsmcontracts.org slash win. Okay. And one more quick announcement. These are not going quick because I have forgotten how words work. Yeah. Um, every month for, for our Patreon community, we do a live Q&A. Uh, try to do it the first Saturday of the month. Couldn't do that this month because family came to town. Uh, so it's June 12th, the Saturday after this episode goes live. So if you're watching the live stream this coming Saturday, if you listen to the podcast and you are listening on the Friday tomorrow, um, and you can be a patron at any level and get access to that. We answer questions asked and mm-hmm. we have never come across a question that we that hit our boundaries and we're like, oh, we're not comfortable answering that. We have come across questions where we have to go, ooh, we're not qualified to answer that. Yeah. But the cool thing is, usually when we have that happen, and even when we don't, we have an opinion on something, the live stream chat, somebody's got experience and it's like, oh, this is what I think about it. And then we all learn together. Patreon.com slash Lords. Okay, I am done with all of the announcements. OMG. <laughs> so, um, but uh, now we're going to get into this... Um, week's actual episode and now my cursor won't work okay so i called this one acts of service that we do in our ds perform in our ds and part of that is because i was trying to be clever it's play on words service submissive we know all about acts of service my point was is that you don't have to be a service submissive to perform an act of service Um, i think it's very easy for us to become a little focused and and narrow our focus on acts of service only to what a service submissive is doing for a dominant. And that can be important. We've done an entire episode on service submission back in the day. I am a service submissive. I love being a service submissive, except when, you know, I have a YouTube video. I want to watch and I've got (laughs) other things going on. Then maybe I love it a little less. But service is not just relegated to a type of submission. It's really... The other way of saying it, and I think we've done an episode broadly on this topic, is how we take care of one another. True. You know? I know we've talked about the tough love clause. Well, yes, that's way, that's way back in the archives. Yeah. The tough love clause, if you are new and haven't gone that far back in the archive, um, is a concept that when, as a submissive, sometimes I'm watching my dominant not do what he needs to do to take care of his health, mental, physical, otherwise, and I step in and go, this is what we're doing. And I kind of, I don't, sometimes I take over if you let me, and Mm -hmm. sometimes I just sort of give you some tough love. Uh, Like when you were having some dental issues several years ago and you were miserable every single day and I went, I'm just gonna call your dentist and we're gonna make you an appointment and then I will take you to the appointment. And you were so miserable, you finally went, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Several times back in the day, pre-plague, you would get a sinus infection and just swear yeah. you could Claritin your way out of it. <laughs> and I was like, you're going to a doctor, we're gonna get a prescription. I did that to you one time, it's the first time we ever used telemedicine. Yeah. Uh, you. And you were really hesitant. I'm like, look, we pay for the insurance. It's on the app. They say it doesn't cost us anything extra. Let's use it. And you had it sorted in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. As the patient, you had to do it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well. I would have. Um, but I I don't want to... Bully is a strong word, but I benignly bully you into things sometimes that you need to do for yourself. <laughs> it is a power you have to use with discretion and you have to like make it worth it. I don't get you, to willy-nilly you, tough you, love clause you. You need to wield it judiciously. Thank you. You're better at words than me today. <laughs> I might have reasons for that. <laughs> we may talk about those in the bonus section. I don't know. Um, so that's the tough love clause. And that's one type of active service that I have your consent to kind of pull on you when I yeah. need to. Um, and that's when it's a for your own good. And that's a fine line to kind of walk. Like what mm-hmm. I think is for your own good, you might disagree completely and you let me know when you do because i might have that clause but i can't make you do anything you're not willing to do true um 
the uh, other reason I kind of wanted to talk about this, well, there's a very specific reason and we'll start there. But um, I also, people ask us all the time, what can I do for my partner? This usually comes from submissives or what ideas can we have that are service or this? And we're really bad at giving ideas because our very first caveat is, well, it depends on what you're willing to do. Um, But we thought we'd make this episode a kind of a catalog of some of the things that we do for each other. Some small and like, well, of course people do that for one another. And some, really, you do that for one another? Hmm. Um, As examples that not, I mean, if it gives you ideas of things to try in your own power exchange, go for it. We We don't own these things. But also just to show the depth and breadth of what this can look like. Yeah. And that it's probably already happening in your relationship and maybe you haven't thought of it in this way. So... The um, <laughs> the thing I want to start with, which is the reason this episode came to be. And it was yeah. hard to actually ask because I was trying to ask you as we were doing this. <clears throat> so things have happened with our income and budget recently. Um, pretty big things. Um, and so we talked a week or so ago that we'd start pulling back on our expenses because we saw some of this coming. Um, and one of those, and I've had this budgeted into my life since September of 2012. I kid you not. Yeah, since I've known you. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe even I did it earlier. Was it September of 2011? I just remember it was September. Anyway, I get a monthly, mostly monthly Brazilian wax. If you're unfamiliar with the Brazilian wax, all of the hair on my vulva is ripped out by the roots every four to five weeks. Willingly, consensually, I like it is not something that everybody should do, nor do I think that everybody should do it. You don't have to do it. I do it, it makes me happy. Even at some of my brokest moments since that first one, I've made this happen. And now we're at a new brokest moment. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) okay, I wanna make this happen. How do we make this happen? And with your blessing, Mm -hmm. I did research on at-home waxing systems beyond the nair and the wax strips and stuff I've, the people who deal with hair removal probably are aware of. And I found something called Mermaid Wax and it was a home kit and there were tutorials and blah, blah, blah. And um, that's been great for doing my own face waxing. Um, Even though my eyebrows look a hot mess, don't look too close, but (laughs) I'm still learning. (laughs) The Brazilian was not gonna be easy to do on my own because I was like, I, uh, I'm not bendy and uh, I can't, I don't have a good mirror and how, and, uh, and so (laughs) I said, the most amazing man I've ever met in my whole <laughs> life. If I do this, will you help me do this wax mm-hmm, you did. on the vulva? I said, and we get we go nose to clip with this, okay? I encourage my estheticians to get as close as they need to to get the job done and make sure all the hair is gone. Would you do that for me? Now, he would have been well within his rights to go, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and we, I'd have figured it out. I'd have gotten a mirror. I'd have done some straddling. There'd have been some, I'd have, fi- I'd, I want the hair gone. So we get the wax. I play with the wax on my face. I watch tutorials. I know what I know from all these years of having my waxes done. And then finally, last night, the night before we recorded this, I go, it's, t- it's time. I need a wax. Are you up for this? Yes. Now, in the process, I have to then teach him what little I know about waxing Mm because I'm not trained. I just like get the wax on, rip it off. Wax on, wax off. (laughs) (laughs) You were willing, or we wouldn't have gotten that far. But right right before I got into position and we're talking it through, I just one last look at you, and I'm just like, okay, are we are we good? Consent is important here. And we were. Yeah. And then you still looked a little hesitant. (laughs) And I said, look, let me frame this for you. Uh, This is pain that I consider good pain and I'm asking for it. And you're a sadist. Pour hot wax on me, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I will kink if I whatever we got to to get through it. The... The whole time you're doing it, there's giggles, there's, it was fun to kind of watch you figure things out. You took it very seriously. Mm. And I was just sort of struck with, oh my God, this man really loves me. (laughs) 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 Because he is 
knows to clit. You were very thorough. I mean, because we are who we are and this is not a client um, relationship with at the salon, you were, you know, manipulating my body and using your hands in ways that, you know, mm-hmm. my person who I usually pay to do this would never do. That wouldn't be what you do. And it was an intimate experience. Yeah. Um, much more thorough, I think, I even get than at the salon. <laughs> much took a lot longer. And I just kept thinking, oh, my God, he doesn't have to do this. He doesn't have to do this. And he's doing this mostly for me because we haven't sexually, kink-wise, we've tried to be a little bit more active, but sexually, we haven't really been active no. in a few months for all kinds of reasons. Um, so it's not like you're, quote, benefiting from it. You know, even though I kept going, you know you could benefit from this. You know, you mm-hmm. take advantage of it. You're up, we're already here, right? Um, there were a lot of laughs, There was, but I just kept thinking, you don't have to do this. And yet here we are. Yeah. How, like, how do you think about that? from that perspective of the, you don't have to do it. Here you are. We were, we had the giggles. We were like, oh my God, you're my esthetician. Right. You're like waxing, my, waxing the cooch as we call it. Uh, <laughs> um, and I was supremely grateful for it and sort of like my, my heart grew three sizes. Like I was like, oh my God. I, it was all of that cutesy stuff that we get accused of. But how, how did it feel from your perspective? Um. It it felt good. It felt good. Um, I don't know. I guess here, it, here, let me, why are you willing to do something like that for me? Well, because I know, one, I know it's something that's important to you. It is. <laughs> and... You know, we're 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 kind of going into uh, some new territory, and there are things you do for me. Mm-hmm. All right, that uh, you know most people wouldn't do for someone, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm greatly appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's kind of a thing we need to do what we need to do to tighten the belt. And yeah. and I can't tell you to tighten the belt if I'm not willing to put my money where my mouth is, so to speak, sure. to back it up as well mm-hmm. and do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, there was that. And, you know, uh, yeah, there was that certain sadistic pleasure of knowing that, you know, I'm putting hot wax on you and ripping hair out. And what my favorite part was... Uh, Towards the end, I was like, this is what I go through every four to five weeks. Now, granted, I go through it in a slightly different yeah. way. But, and it was a couple times you kept going, oop, sorry, oop, sorry. It, like your sadist took a step back and the daddy mm-hmm. came forward and went, I know this is going to hurt. And I'm like, dude, you don't know. This is fine. <laughs> Believe me. Actually, I'm using a better quality wax than usually gets used on I me. Mean, that's a whole other story. This is not what this is about. But, you know, it was... It, it was a teamwork thing. It We've was. done that episode before. Mm-hmm. But also, you would have been well within your rights as a human being to go, I don't feel comfortable about that. I don't want to do that, you know. Um, and while I would have been disappointed, let me be honest, because I'd have had to figure this out. <laughs> um, I would have respected that, mm-hmm. you know. They're, just because I want you to do something for me or to help me with something, which as a submissive, I tend to frame it as, can you help me? I... I tend to feel very uncomfortable going, can you do this for me? Because there's a part of it is my own upbringing. Part of it's my submissive side. Part of it's probably other things, but there's like, uh, why am I not doing this for myself? So I frame it as help. Can you help me with Mm -hmm. this? And part of what makes a relationship work is 99.9% of the time, if I ask for help, I get help. It might not always be the way I thought I wanted or needed help. (laughs) (laughs) It is the help that I ultimately need. So we'll go the other way. um, Because... Personal grooming is not just a you helping me thing. Mm-hmm. I take care of the toenails because you have, can't bend. I am not bendy. In you are not way. bendy and the legs are not coming up. No. And now here's here's the thing. Of course I help because you, same thing. You can't necessarily do it on your own. Um, pedicures, we love pedicures. But yeah. Belt tightening. And then there was a plague prior to that. So no pedicures for us. So, I mean, I can and I have. But you struggle. But, yeah, it, it's not an easy process. Just like I me. have tied your shoes for you. Not as a kink servicing. This is None of this is 
devoted to kink. It's this is what I do to help you. Yeah. If you if your back is bothering you, if your legs are bothering you, if mobility is an issue, then there I am. Mm-hmm. And it's funny on clipping toenails. I have a total aversion to feet. The only feet I've ever been okay with were my children's when their feet were baby feet because baby feet are adorable. I think baby feet are cute. <laughs> but after that, like once a foot can get stinky and gnarly, I'm not interested in feet. I'm barely interested in my own. I'm happiest when my I've painted my toenails and I they're like nice and then I move on and I don't look at feet anymore. I like opposite of a foot fetish, a foot aversion. And I do it. And it's funny, I, I set parameters. <laughs> um, it's just like boundaries. Yeah. I'm like, okay, these have got to be freshly cleaned feet. Don't don't pull a foot out of a sock and go and wiggle those toes. I mean, that's not happening. <laughs> these have to be freshly showered feet. You need to take special care when you're washing your feet. Here I have a little scrubby thing that I use on my own feet. Clean them up. <laughs> so it's like, I'm willing to help. I'm willing to do a thing that I don't really like. I have have rules around it and you honor those like you you don't pull the well i'm in charge around here you just gotta like suck it up and deal with this grossness because i need this done it is very much a request we make of one another yeah and you know there is a little bit of i don't know what you would do if i completely said no to it but also i can't imagine saying no to something that i know that this isn't a lazy thing. This is a, you need help with this. So what else am I going to do? Like watch you struggle? That seems awful. I mean, there's, there is, and not me watching you struggle because that's not it, but there is that kink thing of you watching me struggle and there's some excitement to that. Mm -hmm. But that's like a completely different context. This is, I do this for you and I don't do this for you as your submissive. Like does my submissive nature maybe make me more prone to go, okay, I'll help even though, Oh, please clean them first. Yes, probably. <laughs> but I do this as your partner. I do this as your wife. I do this as a fellow human being who wants to help another human being who I happen to love. And that makes makes a difference. I wouldn't do it for a random person, that's for sure. <laughs> we have to be connected genetically through family in some way for me to do it. But, you know, there are those personal things that we do for one another that we wouldn't do for anybody else. We might not even, we kind of might wish we didn't have to do it and we do it. And it's all because of the connection and the relationship we have, I mm-hmm. think. Because, you know, I, you know, I clipped the 11 year old's nails cause he's a kid and I'm like, you're, I know you, you're gonna take a chunk out if I hand you these clippers or you just won't do it. So I did do it for him. I made him shower first too. Um, really got a feet aversion. Um, can you think of uh, something else that I do for you, you do for me? Um, hmm. What do I do for you? Well. You cook nearly every meal I eat. Yeah. And that's definitely not a, a kink thing, power exchange thing. That's a relationship thing. And while most of the time you make my cup of coffee Mm -hmm. i took over making the cold brew you make the cold brew better let's just be real there when when we decided to do the cold brew thing and try it at home you you did try (laughs) and you got very frustrated over it It never tasted right it never came out right i didn't like it and and you pretty much just uh gave up i was still making it I was still making it. We had cold brew. It just wasn't very good. I never stopped. No, you did stop at one point. Yeah, you did. Mm, I don't remember that. And uh, I was like, no, we, we need to figure out how to make this work. And and I sat down and, and started looking at it. And then I started to play. And, you know, I followed the instructions the way they, they told it, you know, told you to do it. And I was like, no, this is what you were doing. You were following the instructions. It wasn't working. I'm very good at following instructions. And and I think that was your, your downfall because <laughs> you weren't willing to waver from the instructions. Oh, I didn't know what could happen. We were talking chemistry here. What was I going to do to the coffee? I was, no, we were, no. So I wavered from the instructions <laughs> and, and, and walked into uncharted territory. But see, I would say that's... I mean, yes, making sure I have coffee, I would certainly count as an act of service. But that benefits us both. True. 
That benefits. And yeah. you cooking dinner benefits us both. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because I can't always untangle what I do for you that's somehow separate from being your service submissive because mm-hmm. that is a part of it. So I happily let you sleep when I can. It's very rare. Yeah. Normally you're up before. Normally I'm, I'm up regardless. Yeah. You're up before the dawn and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the last one awake between us. Um, but on the days where I wake up first. So over the past weekend, my mom was visiting and she's um, taking care of, at the time, seven-week-old puppy. And she didn't yeah. feel comfortable leaving him when she traveled. So, she, you know, with our blessing, brought him with. And the first, he's, because of dynamics with pets, the puppy stayed at our house for two nights with a crate and all of his supplies. While my mom stayed at my aunt's house for two nights. Um, and that meant that we were on puppy duty both Saturday and Sunday. And mm-hmm. Saturday, I felt real. I, this, I would say this is something you did for me. You took care of all four of these animals at once. Um, our cats and Lola have their um, routine and they mm-hmm. expected you to adhere to it. There's a time to be fed. There's a time for this. There's time right. for that. At the same time, you've got a squalling puppy who <laughs> needs attention. And you could have let me sleep. I mean, you could have woken me up. I said yeah. that wrong. You let me sleep. I did. And then, of course, once I woke up, because there was a lot of puppy squalling, I was like, oh, yeah. I feel like crap because I should have been here to help. An extra set of hands would have been necessary and helpful. But you were like, no, you let me sleep. So the next day, I didn't think of it as returning the favor quid pro quo stuff. I just saw that you were still asleep and weren't really moving mm-hmm. while a puppy was squalling. Actually, he was just whimpering lightly. And my mom's senses, my like from baby raising days, yeah. still work. So it's like, I'm awake. Um, and I got up and I took care of him. And I, you know, took care of the animals. And I let you sleep. And... It never. I never thought of it as, well, of course it's his turn, but it was more like he never sleeps in. He absolutely should sleep in. I will wrestle well, this puppy until he wakes up. I, I will say, you know, part of the thing for that Saturday, I was up at 4 a.m. You were. Um, in order to feed the amount of people that we had, um, I had a pork butt and it was going in the smoker. And because of the size of it and the amount of time it needed to cook, um, yeah, 4 a.m. was the time I had to be up to put it in the mm-hmm. in the smoker so we could actually even eat at a reasonable time. Yeah, the rest would have been like 10 o'clock <laughs> at night. So, yeah, I, I, I was up at that ungodly hour. And yeah, that's another thing. So you could... you would, it would not have gone well, but you're well within your rights as a reasonable human being that doesn't want to be left to like suffer on your own and also a dominant. You could have woken me up and gone, we're going to be up together. We're mm-hmm. in this together. You're going to help me. I'm not doing this on my own. And yet what you chose instead, and I appreciate it, was you got up, you did the things, you mm-hmm. let me sleep. Yeah. You let me get rest. And so even though it's not, it's not the conscious thought of it, it, it is only fair that when the opportunity presents itself, I do the same thing, excuse me, for you. Yeah. What I think makes this work and why we're willing to kind of do this back and forth is when one of us does that for the other, the very first thing out of our mouth when we see each other is, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to the whole attitude of gratitude. We've done that episode too. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I... It, was I frustrated uh, with a puppy who our house is not puppy proof, so I couldn't just let him down. Also, Lola did not understand what this little thing was, and it didn't play right, and so she kind of didn't just didn't want to be anywhere near it, and was a little grumpy, and so I was like, uh. and puppies are like babies; their their cries, their sounds mean something. I didn't know what this puppy's stuff meant, so I was like juggling a puppy until you know somebody woke up to help or somebody arrived to help. Um, and uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those things. And I think this is important sometimes to, for me to keep in mind, I assume other people might need the reminder. Sometimes I do something for you out of, uh, I really want to do this for you. It is important to me that I do this for you because it's about taking care of you. It's about serving. Mm -hmm. It's about whatever it's about. And sometimes let's be real. We, we go in with that attitude and feeling or just a general sense of rightness and fairness. And in the middle of doing the thing for the other person, I'm like, fuck, I wish I wasn't having to do this. Uh, <laughs> and I think that 
that, I think that should be acknowledged. Like you, <laughs> when I came out of the bedroom Saturday and you were juggling a puppy and all of our fur babies were like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you're holding a puppy in your arm and you just look at me and give me the most pleading, desperate <laughs> look I've ever seen. Like, help me. There's too many of them. <laughs> um, I'm being overwhelmed. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm rubbing sleep out of my eyes. Oh, I still have to pee. I'll be right back. But the next day, I, I didn't have it to that extent because I didn't have it that bad. But by the time there were extra hands around, I was like, somebody hold this damn puppy. I, I just want to go to the bathroom is all I want to do. <laughs> um, and I and the, the momentary joy of, oh, look, I'm helping. I'm being of use. I'm taking care of the person mm-hmm. I love. That's still there in the background. But that's not the the first thought in my head, the first thought in my head is, holy shit, what did I sign up for? I wish somebody was here to help me. And it doesn't make me stop doing it. It doesn't mm-hmm. make me resentful of what I'm doing. It doesn't make me regret that I volunteered because ultimately when you do something like this for a partner, small, big, doesn't matter, you're volunteering for it. You know, you have given your consent and sometimes you can withdraw your consent. Sometimes you can't. What the hell would I have done if I had been like, I'm done with this fucking puppy, but I'm the only one awake. My alternatives would have been to just pop him in his crate and let him cry for however long and, oh, no. Or, like, go demand somebody to wake up and be kind of an ass about it. And I was like, no, I'm not. That doesn't feel right either. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to... Remember what it was like to be patient with babies and just pretend that this is because this is a baby and okay. And that was a moment where we did take turns taking care of each other in different. Yeah. In that way, it was to let the other sleep. Um, I always appreciate it when you let me sleep. I tend to feel guilty when you let me sleep, especially since you let me sleep as much as almost every day you're up before me. You might tease me a little bit for sleeping later, but mm. you never like... You never push me the, you know, you should get up early for whatever arbitrary reason you might have. It's just a, you allow it. You accept it. Yeah, you want me up earlier. You'd like your coffee made earlier. You, mm-hmm. But so is it, is some of that part of the taking care of kind of mentality or is it less that and more the side benefits of it, it's 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 a dual dual thing one it's knowing that you're getting a good night's sleep right i mean me i have always been an early riser uh, there were times back in the day um i i had jobs where i used to have to be up three o'clock in the morning Fuck that shit. to go to work mm-hmm. and and even when i had my own business uh, a number of years ago um five o'clock I was awake. And, you know, I I know the work you do and and how difficult it is for what you do and the things that you juggle. So letting you sleep, I know you need it. All right? On the other hand, the selfish side of that, Mm -hmm. I love it being up that early in the morning and it just being me. Mm, yeah. Nobody asking for anything. Nobody demanding anything. Nobody needing anything. Mm-hmm. Just me, cup of coffee, and quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that raises a good point. We can do something for our partner and it not be completely altruistic and just a selfless act. Mm-hmm. It can absolutely be to our own benefit. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's very easy for some people to get kind of mired down and oh, well, I should be doing this just for my partner. No, stop shooting all over yourself. No, if it benefits both of you, great. That's mm-hmm. a that's a bonus and, and take advantage of it. Um, I was thinking of other things that aren't within our dynamics specifically because part of this is the acts of service that I'm thinking about are things that we don't, you know, we don't have to do anything, consent being what mm-hmm. it is, but are things that we don't have to do because you're a dom and I'm a sub. Um, one of your things is you always do the laundry. That was yes. when we were dividing labor around here a couple years ago, the last big financial change we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you took over laundry. Yes. And you have a system for it, and I'm grateful for it. And mm-hmm. I help mm-hmm. if you need my help, of course. True. But I tend to wait for you to ask. Well, sa- was it Saturday or was it Friday? 
Saturday. Saturday. Because you, by getting up at 4 a.m. and dealing with a puppy for a couple hours before anybody else got up, um, you were exhausted and you were catnapping all through the day yeah. between checking on the smoker and doing whatever and whatever. Right. And we had laundry. You had washed laundry the day before. Correct. But it had never gotten put up. Now, normally, under normal circumstances, I'm like, that laundry can sit there. One, I have clothes. Two, mm-hmm. he'll get to it when I he gets to it. I take care of it. Yeah. You take care of it. I saw how tired you were. I... Um, knew how much you had been doing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was really sweet too because she was super grateful. She was like, I can't believe he got up so early. She couldn't believe it because she gets up early, but she was also grateful for that and appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was thinking every time I looked at your tired little face, I was like, he's so tired. Um, and so on an in-between moment, I can't even remember when I did it. I think it was before everybody started arriving on Saturday um, to come visit or whatever. I just put the laundry away. Mm-hmm. Now, and see, I didn't even know you did that. I it, That had to be in one of those moments I was catnapping mm-hmm. in between feeding the uh, smoker. So here's, I don't know what this is, says about me. Maybe it says nothing. I'm sure it says something. I love to do those sort of stealth acts. I want to do the thing for you, one, without being asked. That gives mm-hmm. me a perversal pleasure. And two, without you knowing about it and then you discovering it later. Not like I am, I'm baby girl enough to be happy to point out, look at the thing I did, daddy. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. Sometimes I want credit and I want the, you know, adoration, adulation, all the praise. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But that's not actually all the time. And usually I'm very silly about it. It's usually like you something are, obvious yes. or whatever. But in these moments where I'm doing something because I know it helps you, benefits you, you could use just an extra hand, something, you right? You've done something for me, and I just, I want to, like, this sounds bad, but I don't mean it in a bad way. I kind of want to even the tally sheet a little bit. Like, I feel like I'm taking more than I'm giving, and I don't like that feeling. Okay. Um, I don't want to come out and tell you. I want mm-hmm. you to discover it, and I hope it's a pleasant surprise. But also, mm-hmm. not going to lie, let's put real nuance and emotions here. I'm not, like, su- super completely altruistic all the way. I don't want it to be a thing that becomes a task of mine right there. So it's like, look, I did it without being asked. Well, the key is it, without it, being it was asked. A, it was a surprise <laughs> the way I found it out because it wasn't until later in the day that I realized, and I was like, I looked at you and was like, oh my gosh, I haven't put the laundry up. And because of that, I had to actually say something. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this takes away the surprise element. And, then, and you looked at me and you're like, you don't have to worry about it. It's been taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I was so uh, <laughs> grateful for that. And I think part of that is I know that sense of relief when a thing, I'm like, fuck, I got to go do. And I'm tired or I forgot mm-hmm. about it. And now it's like, I got to fit it in or whatever. And I find out that that relief and that surprise and that whatever the good emotion is of finding out, oh, wait, I don't have to do that. That's a good feeling. Yeah. I like you having that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also a selfish enough human being that I don't want <laughs> there to be an obligation or an expectation of getting that feeling on some kind of regular basis because that feels like pressure to me. Mm-hmm. So that sounds real. I mean, I feel like a very selfish person when I say that. I am happy to do the things that you want me to do that we've negotiated as part of yeah. our power exchange. I'm happy to do the things that make our family and our household and our partnership run smoothly. Mm-hmm. And then there are those extra little things that are not expected but are appreciated that I want to do under my own power and I don't want direction for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. feel like I'm coming across as a total bitch. I, I mean, I am, but I don't want to come across that way. Um, (laughs) um, The other things you do for me and I do for you are such small things. It's kind of hard to sit here and go, let me see if I can name them. But um, my task is to set out our vitamins and supplements we take daily. Yes. And yet every once in a while, you'll assess a situation we're in. And next thing I know, you're handing me mine and you've Mm -hmm. done it. Um, In that case, the act of service is doing the service I'm supposed to do. So it's within our power exchange. This is a thing that you have told me you want me to do. And I said, okay. And for whatever reason, I either can't or it's, there's a lot going on and it's just one more thing on a long list. And you look at the situation, assess it and go, here, I'll do that. And you don't say anything and you don't, you just do it. 
Um, sometimes I have the reaction that I feel like I should have, which is I'm appreciative and grateful. Thank you, Daddy. I really appreciate that. Most of the time I'm like, well, now I feel bad because I didn't do my thing that I was supposed to do. I am supposed to be able to do it all, all of the time. Um, <laughs> have you ever had a moment where I did something for you that was outside of the negotiated dynamic and you had that, you knew that what was supposed to happen was to be like happy or appreciative or a pleasant emotion, mm. but you were like, oh, fuck, I wish that I'd been left alone and I could do it. Are there any moments? Either moments uh, you can think of or just moments you remember. There, there, there's no specific moments I, I remember. Mm -hmm. But yes, I, <laughs> I have had that. I, I have had that. I think we even had an argument about that one time. I did something for you thinking that I was helping. We talked about it in the uh, anticipatory service episode. Yeah. I figured I was helping based on the information I had, and you did not see it that way mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. And that is when my, oh, look, I did a good thing, and I'm waiting for praise, <laughs> turns into annoyance and anger, and then, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not getting the response I thought I would get. <laughs> Where is my appreciation? <laughs> so I think that when we talk about these acts of service, they are not based on assumptions and decision making. It's more of a filling a gap for the other. Mm -hmm. It's This is a thing they would do that I know exactly how they would do it. Yeah. Um, they physically can't for whatever reason right now. And I can and I'll come in and do it. Right. I mean, if, if there's no... Um, what I consider extenuating circumstances. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, you know, normally I would go, um, girl, have you run through your checklist? I know. <laughs> Actually, I appreciate that mm -hmm. because I almost feel like the act of service there is making sure I do not get in trouble. <laughs> I do appreciate that. I do appreciate those reminders. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, I shouldn't have to be reminded. But then I'm like, oh, thank God for the fucking reminder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so when when it, it's just a normal time, I will say, uh, girl, aren't you getting something? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, if if you have been running nonstop mm -hmm. all day mm -hmm. and and – you know, between work and, and there's times the kids have appointments and things. And, you know, like we were getting towards the end of school. Life was insane around here. Oh, my God. Yeah. All the end of school, school you know, wrap up stuff. And we, we were running. We would eat on the run. So we weren't always home to take our, our supplements and this and that. So, you know what? Yeah. Here you go. Mm -hmm. It, you know, it it's it's a matter we take care of each other mm -hmm. and i think that's that's really the ultimate thing it's there's the dynamic and in the dynamic we mm -hmm. want to take care of each other as the power exchange dom and sub yeah then there's the relationship and there's a lot of overlap here so this is not completely one is not the venn diagram is almost a circle but then there's the relationship where it's not negotiated agreements between us of mm -hmm. what you will do or what you won't do. It's more of a what needs to be done to make sure the relationship, the household life stays relatively harmonious and moves forward in the way we both want it to move right. forward. And I think it all, I will, in a way I'll say it always comes back to communication, but in this case, it's more of a knowing we know each other and know each other's mm -hmm. expectations for the most part and each other's ways, partly because we have had and continue to have so much communication, but also because we have the time invested in the relationship and also because we're paying attention. Um, we're not perfect at this, but in general, we work very hard not to take the other for granted. Right. Um, and we work very hard to show our appreciation for each other when we do something. Um, it is a rare moment when one of us does something and instead of it being appreciated, it's a, you, you done pissed me off and I don't like this. Why'd you do that? It's that's super, super rare. Um, and I think ultimately it, regardless of which side of the slash we're on, we want the other to feel good, to be happy, to be healthy, to sure. be healthy, Jesus, to be Holy. whole and healthy. <laughs> oh my God, what are words? 
Um, and so what we do most of the time is in service of that. So the acts of service we do for one another are really acts of service for the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's for the individual to help the individual, but it's also to help the relationship. Me putting away laundry, even though it's your job, because I know you're exhausted and I know that you're, you know, catnapping and I know we got busy and you just forgot he was even there. Yes, I know that helps you out as daddy and jb mm-hmm. and that makes a little bit of your life easier but it also moves everything forward so we've got clean clothes and things are ready yeah. to go and you can move on to an, whatever the next thing is on your list and not have to and that and that is also how i think of it and i don't this isn't a conscious thought i'm having in the moment i'm not sitting there looking at the laundry in the dryer going you know well if i do this it does this for the relationship and this for him and this for me like that's <laughs> This is all split second stuff that when I come back and look at it, I go, oh, this is what I see that it does. And understanding what past acts of service, taking care mm-hmm. of each other, whatever you want to call it, have done, have meant and what they can do for us informs the next time that comes up. So there are times we'll both be bone tired and just ready to be done. And yet if we see an opportunity to help the other we will take yeah. that opportunity because ultimately that small inconvenience in the moment is worth it for the long-term health of the relationship. Yeah. And that is beyond the dynamic. It is, you, you talk about all the time having a strong foundation of any relationship and certainly power exchange. It's why, God forbid, if the power exchange went away, can't imagine it, but you never know. Mm-hmm. The relationship underneath is solid enough and, and steady enough and strong enough that we're going to move forward. Right. I mean. Regardless. I hate to tell you there'd still be a power exchange in my head, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and, you know, yeah. So I don't know if that is helpful at all. <laughs> it's actually, I was thinking of such big things like, you performing my Brazilian wax on me. Thank you very much. <laughs> and taking direction for me. Cause I was like, okay, you gotta do this. And you gotta do that. And here's what I worked when I was doing mm-hmm. like my face. And here's what I've seen them do in the salon. And you were taking that direction and letting me guide well, you. you. That was kind of nice. You had more experience in, in that realm than I did at that point. So mm-hmm. I would be kind of foolish not to. But, but, and yet you and I both know that there are people who, because they identify as Dom, and they're in that leadership role. They, for whatever reason, cannot handle direction from somebody, you know, mm-hmm. who is, quote, lower than them or less than them or however however they might define that, who is not the one in control and in charge. And either it's because of an ego thing or if it's because of a narrative they have in their mind of what it means to be a, a dominant mm. and that they're supposed to somehow be all-knowing and it's somehow a weakness to be guided by the submissive. Actually... Uh, that's a great uh, testament to leadership and control and power that you can, your ego is not so inflated and that you can go, you know better than me, teach me so that I can lead better next time. Mm -hmm. I already have it in my mind. I don't know how long we'll do this. Uh, This might be my new way because it's super affordable compared to an every Mm -hmm. five week charge. But um, you might become really good at it and be like, look, you don't tell me nothing. I have figured this out and I have watched some YouTube videos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the the other side of that, you know, things things have been shifting in our lives. Mm. And and you have uh started becoming my shop elf. Yes. Okay, so we are actually, you know, it it sounds funny in a way because we Kayla and I work together. And yet Aside from doing the videos and the podcast and and this live stream, we really interact very little during our working day. During our working day, yeah. You're sitting on your computer. You're you're doing your 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 client work. You know, you're you're writing this, that, and the other. Me, I'm working in the shop, and you know, I'm making what I'm making at the time. Um, I come in. I I may take pictures. I do this. I I prep dinner. We spend very little time together interacting. Mm-hmm. And what I saw last night as, you know, yeah, I'm doing something for you. I'm, I'm helping you out. But we also used it as 
time to spend together. You know, we were doing the same thing together. You know, and just, yeah. we had fun with it. We mm-hmm. laughed, we giggled, we, you know, yeah. it, it, it was, uh, you know, fun times. It also felt absurd. I was like, hi, Daddy, thank you for pouring hot wax on my vulva and ripping the hair out by the roots. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was weird. It was weird. It was a nice kind of weird, but it was mm-hmm. weird. So. Yeah, I know. I told you I'm, I uh, never thought I'd be adding this to my resume. Yeah, you should. I'm just telling you. <laughs> we, might, uh, we might need the extra income. You know, I already, mm-hmm. I already threatened to form you out. Dom services for sale. I know. Uh, maybe waxing know. services are next. Right, right. Um, we have talked about this topic in different ways. This is just a more, I think, explicit, specific here instances where this is, you know, gratitude and taking care of each other and service submission and all all those kinds of things. And I, like I said at the top, you don't have to be a service submissive. You don't even have to be submissive to perform acts of service for the for the other person or the other people in your life. And I think that if the term acts of service bother you, one, I'm I want you to investigate mm. that a little bit, but two, reframe it. Taking care of each other, helping each yeah. other, you know, being a supportive partner. Um, and it it can take on a variety of forms. So for some people, doing something physically is not going to be possible either because you're in a long distance relationship or mm-hmm. because you can't do thing, certain things in a physical way. Well, part of what we do to take care of one another is... Uh, emotional and mental. We spend a lot of time listening to one another. We spend a lot of time talking about how we feel. We are supportive. Mm. Even when we don't understand how the other might be feeling, we're very supportive of one another. Um, We are, you know, sort of a soft place to land. That is taking care of your partner. That is helping your partner in a way that doesn't require any physicality. It's just, sometimes it's just being there and listening in a non-judgmental way. the first time, the first couple times you came out to me with your sexuality, because that's evolved over the years, mm-hmm. I could see that you were bracing yourself for some reaction that you didn't get because, one, I was an okay person to say that to, and two, I was mm-hmm. supportive. But that is an example of just, you had a hard thing to tell me. You didn't know how I was going to take it. It had nothing to do with our relationship. Yeah. But you wanted to say that to me. And the way I took care of us and you in that moment was to be the person I'd always been and completely accepting you were. of you. And and part of that was because of, in the past, the people I had talked to, the negativity mm-hmm. that I had, had come into with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm taking care of each other, serving the other, doing things to help or make life easier. They come in a variety of, of forms. There's no one yeah. right way. Um, ours is expressed in, you know, physical acts of things we're maybe doing around the house for one Mm -hmm. another, but it doesn't have to be. So, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, we'll do a bonus section. Mm -hmm. We'll chit chat. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Mm. that's, that's it for us on this, this week. What are words? How do I, how do we do the podcast? What? (laughs) (laughs) How did we get here? What even is? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) All right. So are we good? I don't know. All right. Keep Keep it it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Toddy. Yes. Can I talk to the crickets? Why do you want to talk to the crickets? <sighs> Haven't you been talking for? I have not close been talking an, well. Close though. to an hour. I don't know what words are. You think it's I've going to? My thoughts. You think it's going to improve? Yeah, but nobody expe- has high expectations of the bonus section. <laughs> Please. Go ahead, talk to the crickets. Thank you, Daddy. I'm going to excuse myself for a moment. Okay. Um. Hi. Uh, fur baby update. Um, while I'm banging around the table we're sitting at and probably knocking the camera around. Uh, Lola is great. She really did try to play with this little puppy from over the weekend. And she kept putting her paw 
on him, like pressing down and he was squeaking cause you know, it hurt. Um, and she did not understand that. And she finally just walked away. Like he doesn't play right. And he makes funny noises. And then we realized she was like pressing in him. We're like, okay, let's kind of maybe, maybe just keep them a little separate. So she didn't step on him. I was like, this is not a squeaky toy, no matter what he sounds like. Um, but ultimately she was fine. She wasn't aggressive. She, she was just confused, which I don't know if that's cause it was a puppy or if it was just a new dog and she, and it didn't react the way she thought it would. I think my mom's gonna bring her other dog and not bring the puppy when she comes back to bring the 11 year old home. Um, and that's an older dog who's at that point will be like nine, maybe 10 months old. Um, both of those dogs that we're talking about, the puppy that came to visit, the dog that might come to visit and in a few weeks, they're both beagles. Um, so we'll see. We do wanna see how Lola does with other dogs though. Um, because um, uh, one day maybe, not right now, there'll be no fourth animal in this house, but one day maybe. Um, the cats, one moment, they're both on our bed within about four feet of one another, coexisting, oh, not maybe not peacefully, but like there's a truce, mm-hmm. a ceasefire. And then the next moment, one is whacking the other one across the head. So we're same old, same old. Yeah. I mean, I do think there are signs of progress because they were twice over the course of a couple of days, both on our bed. Sleeping within very yeah. close proximity of each other. Yeah, no yeah. hostilities. No. So. And uh, this morning I was woken at 5 a.m. Um, I felt something on my nose and I opened my eyes and there's Ella right in front of my face and she's just whacking my nose with her paw. I mean, what else do you do with it at 5 a.m.? I don't know. (laughs) Well, and here in the office is mostly Lola's domain because it's where her crate is and she spends a lot of time. So the whole damn room smells like dog. And the cats had a couple times had ventured in and then they'd kind of just stayed away. And now they are very much venturing into the office mm-hmm. and getting into little cracks and crevices they'd never explored before. Every so often I look over at my office chair if I'm not sitting in it and Ella's just sitting in it like, well, hello, I work here now. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So they're great. Um, it was good to see my mom mm-hmm. this weekend. I tend to push aside feelings I don't want to feel. And I had not really thought about how much I'd missed her. And then I saw her and I was like, I miss my mom. Um, so it was nice to, it, to spend it was, time with her again. It was, very, it was very nice to have company again. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, at the same time, it had been so long since we've had company. It was so exhausting. It was exhausting. It was so um, exhausting. I know I'm, I'm just now today starting to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of, uh, like a turtle pulled into my shell for the last couple of days, just trying to, yeah, I mean, we kind of had to anyway, Monday, I, we won't call Monday a lost day because we yeah. did important work, painful, important work, mm-hmm. but it was not what I would call a productive day work-wise. Like no. we did some things we needed to do and then we mostly just like sat still and recovered mm-hmm. from all the socializing. Yes. Um, but the nice thing is normally, and I say normally, the old normal, um, was that everybody, because we, since we moved to this town, we've had the largest house between us and my aunt and uncle. And yeah. it was just easier if everybody congregated at our house. But my aunt and uncle during the pandemic actually they gave us the timeline while they both had COVID. Okay. <laughs> they were selling and buying a house. <laughs> yeah. Like there. yeah. Yeah. It sounded wild and they were describing it. Cause to me, it's all that's like blurred together. I don't know what happened when I just know all of these things happened. They sold their house. They bought a house, mm-hmm. they moved and they had COVID and this and that. And I was like, I did not realize this all overlapped, but their house is um, a nice size to actually hold all of us as well, whereas before it was a little too small and cramped for that. Yeah. So Saturday was our day to host and we made sure we cooked a good meal, right. we fed everybody and blah, blah, blah. And then Sunday was their day to host. And that, well, it's still kind of tiring to a lot of the emotional energy that goes into visiting. It was good and I was glad we did it, but yeah, I'm still tired. It was very nice not to have to cook anything. All we had to do was get in the car and ride over. Yeah. We were ready. 
Paul's no, like, this no, is nice. no cooking, no picking up after. It, yeah, it was nice. Mm -hmm. It was very nice. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and then my mom will be back in six to seven weeks, basically mid July, um, to bring the 11 year old back to celebrate. We have three July birthdays that need celebrating your birthday, July mm -hmm. 12th, the 15 year old's birthday, and then my aunt's birthday. Um, and for anybody who does the astrology thing, yes, cancers. Cancers, a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Lots of emotions. Um, <laughs> my mom's a Libra and she's like, I don't understand any of you people. And, I, <laughs> and then I'm in the corner going, oh, fuck all y'all. Uh, <laughs> and your damn emotions. Um, but. Um, so that'll be, the, she'll come for a weekend again, and we'll probably do a bit of the same, you know, mm -hmm. host one day, host another day, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there'll be birthday celebration stuff involved in that. Um, but that was nice. And then I guess we'll be back on her, my mom's schedule. She's retired from the job she had for like 30 plus years. Um, so she kind of comes and goes when she wants to, as she can. So she tries to come in around September, October, because... 11 year old's birthday's in September and my birthday's in October. Um, and then usually right after Christmas, mm -hmm. she comes again and then we, we have like a cycle. I think the longest stretch we go usually without seeing her is after Christmas and then she'll wait like three or four months into the spring. Yeah. But she usually makes like four, four visits a year. Mm -hmm. So I think we're back on that schedule for right now. Um, the last one to get vaccinated is the 11 year old. We're just either waiting for him to turn 12 or for the the age to lower again, whichever comes first. Um, what else? That's that's been about it. I mean, the, the the past week has pretty much been preparing for company to arrive. Mm -hmm. And we clean and this here. house from top to bottom. Yeah, and that that's what was grateful for me when you did the la folded the laundry because I felt like it was a never-ending cycle of laundry going into that. I had the towels to wash. We had linens to wash. Anything all, Lola had and, ever anything touched Anything Lola life. had ever touched, <laughs> you know, between all her blankets, her pillows, and, and you know, all that had to go in the wash. And then there were two baths for her. Yeah. Oh, she was so, Oh, she was devastated that second bath. So oh, the, God. First bath happened, like, what, over the weekend or something? Yes. Because she was going to have her vet appointment on Thursday. And I was like, oh, let's, she needs, she's supposed to get bathed every, like, 10 days to two weeks for to keep her allergy, skin allergies in check. And it was definitely time. Mm -hmm. So we washed her. And then I was like, oh, but when family comes over, I don't want her to smell completely like rank dog. So my mom arrived on Friday. So Thursday we gave her a quick bath, like not the fully medicated bath, but a quick bath so she, her, her fur would be soft and she would smell good, as good as a dog can. And she normally she has a, a slow feeder liquor pad thing that she licks and, and eats food while she's taking her bath to distract her. She was so sort of distraught over this second bath in such she a short time. She didn't even want her food. She didn't even want her food. She just kept looking at us like, what is happening? What are you doing here? to me? Why are you doing? Why are you torturing me? What What have I done? Yeah. So, <laughs> but we got her bathed and cleaned yeah. and all that good stuff. So yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just it was it's like every family visit anybody's ever had is just long and tiring, mm -hmm. and there will be slightly less to do in a few weeks because it's not like my mom doesn't know we have dogs. She's now seen it. It's not a first impression. If it smells a little bit like dog, I won't be mad. We'll still clean, but yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I'm not gonna go into details, but I think I think it's safe to say that the kinkery and loving BDSM and being Kayla Lords and John Brownstone on the internet is now our full time gig. Mm -hmm. uh, I lost my biggest freelance client worth lots of money per month um it took five years to build that so that's not something you can just go out and replace overnight um and yeah <laughs> so <laughs> well we're tightening our belts um and we're gonna see what we can do hmm. uh, figure it out as full-time content creators entrepreneurs kinky toy makers what? What even is life? What? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I can no longer say that the majority of our income is from my freelance. I'm mm -hmm. still a freelancer if I want to freelance, but <laughs> that's now a literal fraction of the work I do. Yeah. Uh, is it scary? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Are we stressed? Yes, we are. <laughs> but we'll get through it. Um, yeah, we will. So, yeah, we will. Um, yeah, that was what we, we were working on that on Monday, figuring out what mm -hmm. we're going to do and what do we need to do and what should we do and how we going to do it and let's do it. And yep, yep. Yep. So um, hopefully the benefit to all of y'all is that there's more content or more creatively done mm -hmm. content um so there's that so yeah i don't i don't want to go into i don't want to go into too many details on that or i might start crying on a camera on a live stream of podcasts <laughs> actually we uh we're gonna be fine yeah yeah we're gonna be fine uh this was the dream after mm -hmm. all mm-hmm so yeah <laughs> Um, what else? Anything else end on a, end on a better note than that? <laughs> um, no, I can't think of anything. It's, can, it's, you can think of nothing more positive. Well, <laughs> I mean, just nothing in general. Other than nothing when, positive other than now. When, <laughs> other, other than we're, 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 when we're done here, I'm planting myself in the living room and laying down with Lola taking a nap. And I have to go to the post office and run down a package of yeah. vibrators that I want to play with, damn it, and the company really wants me to receive and review, and the post office won't give me my box. They, I think they've lost my box. <laughs> so that's what I get to go do. Um, so, but yay, sex toys. Yeah. I mean, there's that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. What else? I guess that's it. That's a lot. That's yeah, plenty. That's a lot. Have we rambled like we always do? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, June 12th, Patreon live Q&A. If you've ever considered joining Patreon, we'd yeah. love to have you. We do that once a month. Mm -hmm. We answer whatever questions come our way, if we can. Um, if we hit 5,000 YouTube subscribers, that will be a complete open and available to anybody 18 up, y'all. <laughs> no children, thanks. Uh, live stream. Uh, whatever the third Friday is of, of June, I don't know what that date is. We have a live stream <laughs> that day on YouTube. Yep. So, um, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So, we're around. We're here. Yeah. Uh, we love you guys. We do. Um, I'm, I'm appreciative of everybody who listens or watches, but man, the, uh, the, the vast amount of my OMG, I love you guys, is for anybody who's who is here to this point and is still here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so that's it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to eventually stop talking. I'm yeah. in that uncomfortable position of I need to stop talking, but I can't stop talking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. stop talking now. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.